Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. When you earn your degree online at Arizona State University, you get everything the nation's most innovative university has to offer. The same internationally recognized faculty, the same nationally ranked programs, the same degree. Learn more at asuonline.asu.edu. You're listening to Weird Medicine with Dr. Steve on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Weird Medicine contains mature contents that uh, may be offended to some listeners. Let me write that. <laughs> <laughs> what did they wrong then? It, you know, your old house is like an oven. I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast it with the wave, an ultrasonic, echographic, and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for my ailments, the health equivalent to Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease. So I'm paging Dr. Steve. Dr. Steve. It's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal, Dr. Scott, the traditional Chinese medical practitioner who keeps the alternative medicine wackos at bay. Hello, Dr. Scott. Hey, Dr. Steve. Why are you so... What in the hell is that about? Hello, hello, hello. Oh, okay, because I'm an idiot. Hey, Dr. Steve. All right, that sounds better. And we also have... Uh, sensei AJ, a sensei. Hello, Hello sensei. He's doing all our technical stuff today, except running the board and running the. You well, he's anyway. He pushes the button to start the YouTube channel. This is a show for people who have never listened to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you've got a question, you're embarrassed to take to a regular medical provider. If you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call at three four seven seven six six four three two three. That's three four seven. If you're listening to us live, the number is uh, 754-227-3647. That's 754. Double deuce penis. Yeah, or 754-BEAR-NIP. By the way, you can follow us on uh, Twitter at Weird Medicine, at Lady Diagnosis, or at drscottwm, and visit our website at weirdmedicine.com for podcasts, medical news, and stuff you can buy, or go to our merchandise store, at cafepress.com slash weirdmedicine. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on this show. 
without talking it over with your doctor, nurse practitioner, physician assistant, pharmacist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, yoga master, physical therapist, clinical laboratory scientist, or whatever. All right, very good. Well, um, so... Yeah, do you have our YouTube channel up? Just pull can it you, up. Okay, can you make it go away? <laughs> it's echoing. I muted it. Thank you. Hey, um, uh, a couple of things. You know, we did that poll last show or the show before about the um, opening, and the overwhelming consensus was leave it alone. Um, we were talking about shortening the opening, Sensei, because I know you don't listen to the show. That's and, actually not true. I'm just a little behind. <laughs> That's okay. And uh, we, um, uh, so I just said, you know, because like if I listen to DC on screen, I always skip over their intro because right. it's really long. And I like those guys, but um, I um, um, can't, um, you know, I, I just I don't have enough time. So I skip over it. And I wondered if people were skipping over our intro as well. Now I do try to throw in a couple of interesting things every once in a while while we're doing the intro to keep people listening to it. But the overwhelming response was keep it. I, and the ones that said that they skip over it, I said just skip over it. <laughs> you know, just don't change anything. You know, a lot of a lot of these players that you people use for their uh, podcast and whatnot. Uh, have a plus have, 15 second. Have, have yeah. That or have a, a fast uh, a play and a faster speed. Yes. So it can kind of shorten down their time. But yeah. no, I, I would have, uh, if I had known that, I would have voted to keep it. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, Sherwin Slaves is awesome, by the way. Uh, Diane, have you watched um, the Sherwin Sleeves co-written show called Patriot on Amazon Prime? Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Go ahead. Okay, do it. No. Okay. Say it again. One more time. No. No. Okay. Uh, our friend Sherwin Sleeves has um, uh, got a writing gig on the show Patriot with Steve Conrad. And uh, if you haven't watched it, you need to watch it. It's very surreal, but it's also a great kind of spy show. It's super awesome, man. I'm telling you. And uh, it's a good family. I mean, there's, there's family stuff in there. There's... Um, I don't. It's just crazy. It's the craziest damn show I've ever watched, and it's absolutely worth it. I agree. It's a, it's the craziest, most insane thing I've ever seen. Yeah, well, I needed something to watch in a so. good way. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's a. I, I don't even want to try to describe it. No. If you know Sherwin Sleeves is involved, it's going to be odd, and it's just very odd. But it's very engaging, and it's like loads odd. of fun. It's just a great show. So anyway. Um, what else we got? So, yeah, we're keeping the opening. Hey, don't forget to check out Dr. Scott's website, considering uh, talking about the opening, simplyherbals.net. That's simplyherbals.net. You can uh, uh, get his fantastic. Best stuff in the world. Simply Herbal Sinus Rinse, which really is the best thing in the world. Love it. And um, it's, uh, it's quite excellent, and I give Dr. Scott a lot of shit about calling things islet cells and stuff like that, but... He may not know how to pronounce medical terms, <laughs> Shit. but he uh, certainly can make some damn sinus rants. <laughs> they can't sing Sweet Melissa either. Oh, well, let's play that real quick. <laughs> now that, now yeah. that I can't do. Let's play that real no, quick. Hell, <laughs> no. Cheer that up. Jeez. It's okay. Oh. What we ought to do, though, Scott, sometime is go back and play that so people can see the difference, how much better you are now. You know, two years later, it's, you've really come a long way. Oh, shit, you couldn't get any worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's Dr. such Steve. a great song, though. We really need to do it again. We need to. We need I, to. I do have a question for you and Dr. Scott. I, yep. You know, I love the nasal rinse, and it works mm-hmm. great. But when I 
first or every time I do it, the back of my head will get this burning tightening sensation way back here in the back of my huh. uh, the back of my head. I don't know how else to describe it. I mean, again, it, cl- it does what it's supposed to. It clears my nose out, and I can breathe better. But it's just that that water up your nose burning yeah. process. But I get it all the way in the. Well, it's just—it's probably like the Post-trip. similar to the sensation you get just before you sneeze, too, where you get all that kind of constri- little that bit, contraction, yeah, but it's not going all the way to a sneeze. So, it's like a, we have these things called migraine variants, where people will get—you know—they'll see the flashing lights but not get a headache. Right. So it may be a sneeze variant. Okay. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. Interesting. What do you think, Scott? Probably Unless needs some just, astragalus. astragalus. Yeah, it needs some astragalus. <laughs> Unless it's just uh, stimulating no. it. That posterior sinus, you know, maybe just got a bunch of shit jammed up in there. Yeah. Well, uh, is it like an ice cream headache? Because that's the sphenoid sinus. Uh, No, it's not like that. Should we talk about the physics of an ice cream headache since we brought it up? So um, every air-filled cavity in the body has um, uh, a, a connection to the outside world. So your middle ears have the eustachian tube. The um, uh, sinuses, the maxillary sinuses, you know, behind your cheekbones, have um, a little ostium or a mouth that goes uh, uh, into the uh, nose through the terminates. You know, it's between the first and second or second and third terminate. I can never remember. And uh, the sphenoid sinus also is right where, you know, if you take a finger, okay, and stick it uh, right above your nose and point it straight in, and then put one at your temple and point it straight in at right angles to each other. That's where the sphenoid, where those two lines meet is where the sphenoid sinus is, okay? So it's above the palate, and it has a really shitty kind of opening for, um, uh, uh, for equal, you know, um, equal, hmm, for equalizing the pressure between, uh, equilibration of the pressure between the inside and the outside. That's what those holes are for. Okay, so um, uh, when you eat ice cream real fast, it uh, cools down the air in the sphenoid sinus, right? Because it's hitting the top of your mouth, uh, the roof of your mouth. And uh, so the air inside the sphenoid sinus shrinks, but that ostium that it has can't quite um, equilibrate the pressure fast enough. And so when you have a negative pressure in there, it's putting tension on the mucous membrane inside that sinus, mm-hmm. and it contracts, and that causes pain. And so the uh, you have a couple of things that you can do to get rid of a of a uh, an ice cream headache. One is drink something warm, and then it'll reconst- recom- uh, uh, expand that air in there. Or you can just man up and just wait five seconds because it'll it go out. away. <laughs> That's a long five seconds. I know, it is. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so Sensei, uh, you went to uh, CES this year, or you... Well, I wish I was gone. No, I just follow it like crazy. Okay, okay. Yeah, because you're an audio technical guy. Do you want to plug your business at all, or do you want not want people knowing uh, you're involved in this? Not right now. Okay. (laughs) There's some... Yeah. Okay, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So uh, you saw some cool medical stuff, though. Uh, A lot of interesting things, and I just... I knew it was coming here today, and uh, I was just... Watching some of the awards that were given for uh, uh, some of the best of in the show, and um, you know, being weird medicine, one of the things that caught my eye 
I noticed today was uh, uh, Stanley Black and Decker, which everybody has knows those names in the tool hardware, has sure. come up with a uh, a countertop uh, pill dispensing robot. What? Yep. It is going to be called. Uh, sorry, I am not uh, more prepared. Um, let's see if I can find the name of it. But it just it sits on your pillow. Your, or no. Yeah. Yep. That's it. It is. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say that's a stupid name. <laughs> no, it's something close. I to am that. pillow. <laughs> yeah, I'll find it. Hang on. Um, push your man. It, <laughs> I ain't gonna push are your you, man. Wait a minute. Are you sure you've not seen this? Because that's exactly what it's called. P-I-L-L-O, health. Pillow health. <laughs> of course, they always name them stupid shit like yep. that. And it, it just sits on your counter. It's got a a, 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 a round face Give with a, 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 <laughs> a base that you sit a little shock bus under, and it puts your pills in it for the day. And, you uh, don't need a robot for that. You know, this, it, it's, this so shit. What's that trying to avoid? It, well, mistakes. It, it, like uh, if you got an elderly person, so demented, and they're take and they they can't re- like Tacy the other day yeah. couldn't remember if she took her pills, so she didn't know should I take them again or should I just skip them, you know? And so you don't know. So this robot, instead of setting out like if you've got an elderly parent, you have this pill box, and they don't know what Monday and you know which one's Tuesday, and then they just take them all. This thing will just. Uh, you yeah, know, put them out like the uh, like a dog food dispenser, but they already have these that are mechanical. Mm. Yes, you don't need a Wi-Fi enabled robot to do this. You know, you need something with a. You could even have a spring mechanism that just goes right. through and this pops stuff out. You know, so um, uh, this kind of shit is starting to drive me a little crazy because I I went to buy a blender the other day. It was hard to find one that wasn't Wi-Fi enabled. Why do I need a Wi-Fi enabled blender yeah. or Wi-Fi enabled stove? You know, Samsung yeah, really. stoves and shit to turn I'm not over. turning it on. I, I, oh, hell Am- no. Amazon released last year before before Christmas <gasps> a, uh, a Amazon Alexa microwave. And you say, Alexa, pop. You know, pop. Alexa, pop, stop. Popcorn. Yeah, it's, you know, uh, I, everybody who's Alexa device, I set off, I apologize. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I got I got yelled at for that Should one. I play some PowerPoint? Alexa, stop. <laughs> Um, we were doing, I was asking, um, her something and, and I promised that I would change her name to the, uh, the least likely one, which I think is Amazon. People aren't using that name. You can change her. Yeah. Name. Yeah. Some, um, computer, somebody was fussing at me. Do. It's like, Hey asshole. Every time you say her name, you know, my, uh, my unit goes off and I'm Sorry. trying to listen to you on that unit. So it just oh. fucks everything up. So. <laughs> But that you know that uh, that I did not see through the CES. I found that today while researching the links for the products. I, I could did just see push on the buttons. CES, and so. you know, uh, so there's gradations of this. I have my lights controlled by her. Yes, and my wife's like, "Why? Because it's too hard to just flip the switch on." <laughs> she's, such a, she's such a killer. <laughs> I know, but you know, and then there are probably people out there that love their you know so and so enabled microwave, and I'm shitting on them. So. I haven't heard anybody yet. Uh, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I don't. I but don't you see still got to put the shit in it and get it out. Yeah, now. you still have to load it. Yeah. You still got to load it properly. If she could go get it and put it. It's in not it like for you, me, that's the thing. I'd be, I'd, be, <laughs> yeah. I'd be talking about. We got that. one of those little robots. Uh, Tacy wanted one, uh, and so I got her a little D bot. It's like the um, um, Va- you know, Roomba kind of robot thing. vacuum. Or? Yeah, it's a robot vacuum. Right. And uh, it's really cool. I've got it set to go off at two in the morning, and it, when I go down in the morning it's got a bin full of stuff but what 
it and it's all dog hair because we've got a labradoodle and and a something and well the labradoodle the true they're both f2 labradoodles meaning they were labradoodle bred to a labradoodle that is a mistake by the way and when you do that um they don't breed true so one of mine's really a golden retriever and uh poor rosie she She just sheds everywhere labradoodles usually don't shed yeah my my, i had a golden doodle she'd You'd get a handful of fur every, every once in a while. Six months, you right, find right, right. a handful. Well, she sheds all over everywhere, and so we got this thing just for the sunroom where we, you know, hang out and stuff. And it's great; you can really tell the difference. But the problem with it is, you have to pick it up, and you got to empty it, and then you got to clean it out, and then you put it back, and then you stick it. I mean, I might with all that work, I might as well have just swept the 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 place myself. Okay. So um, when they get them so that they'll maintain themselves, now I'm all in. All right. This is – That's what Scott I, I have an answer for you, microwave. but we, that's off topic of weird medicine. But, well, but no, we it doesn't can, matter. Okay. Well, they did well, come – The room is not off the topic of weird medicine. <laughs> well, <laughs> well I, you're going to get me talking geeky stuff, and then we're never going to get back on track. That's fine. That's fine. One of the companies, and I want to say Roomba, came up with a new version where the, the vacuum docks and the stand that it docks to – sucks out that's cool. what is inside the vacuum into a much larger so bin. So you only have to change it once a week instead of so once a day. So then you're changing out the bin that's, that sits in the wall, that the yeah. charger is, not the vacuum itself. Invent a robot that'll take it and put it in the trash, and I don't have to mess with it at all. Yeah, and then, I'm, cool. then, I, then I think we've that's got something. That's called your child. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen these two kids in this house? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, no, I'm just teasing. Hmm. They're, gr- they're great kids. Don't let them off the hook. You're absolutely right. <laughs> all of right. course, the other thing that um, uh, I-, I noticed CNET gave all these awards, as they do every year, but one was the um, the Impossible Burger 2.0. Yes. So last just year, just release it finally. Yeah, they, they they've I've seen these things advertised. Well, well this one. Uh, in and out Burger mm-hmm. and White Castle, I believe. Which we is, don't have here, either one. Right. is Are going to put the – they said we will put this on the menu. Put it in the grocery store. Tell everybody what it is. It's, it is a plant-based burger. But it, it's the real deal this right. time. It's, it's uh, uh, all grown in greenhouse and everything or, or and looks – Apparently, I, I wish I was there to taste it, because they were giving they them say, away like hotcakes. They say it looks, tastes, and even bleeds like regular right. yes. hamburger meat. Yes. And it's supposed to be uh, outstanding. Every review I've ever read of it, both amateur and professional, have given it rave reviews. And I've been reading about it for years, and it's like, just come out with it already. So it's not a bean burger? I don't know what vegetables they're using. Yeah, they haven't. Um, What's the nutrition, is it? That was the, my other question. Yeah, it's uh, a bio uh, a bioavailable iron and protein is the same serving size as ground beef. 14 grams of fat and 20 ca- two, excuse me 240 calories per quarter pound. I tell you if you've never much, had if you've never had any jackfruit jackfruit truly mimics jackfruit jackfruit. I love what the hell is jackfruit? Oh, Dude, jackfruit is they actually it's use like that as a substitute for jackfruit and jerk chicken. I'm not eating either one of those. <laughs> and uh, again, no, go ahead. Tell me what jackfruit is. But no, jackfruit is really it is a, it is a fruit. Um, it's a great big ugly thing that you cut up, and when you when you pull it out, it mimics um, 
uh, like pulled pork barbecue. What? Absolutely, yeah. And you can roast I've it. I've heard and, of that. And, and put and put the barbecue sauce in. And I'm telling you, it's hmm. fucking. I didn't dead think they called it jackfruit though, but I've, I've never seen it. that. Okay, let's look it up real quick. This is a podcast, not our regular good radio show. Good shit, Mike. Hey, uh, the new the new place in Johnson City, the Southern Craft has it. Ca- oh, calories in an really eight ounce that. hamburger pa- patty is uh, 463 ac- according to this. So that's so it's half of the it's calories, fabulous. right? Uh, let's look up jackfruit. Um, what is jackfruit? This miracle fruit. Everything's a f- fucking miracle. Jackfruit company, the jack of all foods. Wow, yeah, and it's uh, they're showing it like it's pork. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Yeah, well, no, I didn't. <laughs> I told you. Okay, we didn't doubt that part. I'm just doubting that it's good. Let's see. It's naturally drought and pest resistance, requires no artificial irrigation, pesticides, or herbicides, so it'd be good for, you know, uh, uh, you know, agro-economies in third world countries. Easy to grow. The fruit is huge. A single jackfruit can grow up to 100 pounds. Jeez. Huh. So I'm just at uh, jackfruitcompany.com, and they've got curry, barbecue. Well, I want to try some. What's the nutritional information, Dr. Scott? I have no idea. Well, you're telling us you want us to eat this stuff. Frozen jackfruit oh, banana no, ice cream, and then you turn around and it's pork. It's weird. It's weird. Now, we've got one of our one of our friends on YouTube says that the uh, Soylent Green. Soylent? Soylent Green? Soylent Green is people. Soylent Green. It's made from people. It's people! It's people! They've never seen that movie, Silent Green? I guess no. no. That must be really old. Okay. Like a really old movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not so young, you're damn self. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Soylent. I know that there is a company called Soylent out there. Yeah. Uh, Soylent's got your back. They make um, some other things. I don't know what's in their stuff. I'm assuming it's soy, if they're sure. It has to, uh, one with But anyway, okay. Well, yeah. So I, I'm very interested in yeah, this was, um, uh, Impossible Burger. Everybody ever talk about it? That's they, they said it was great. So. Yeah, cool. All yeah. right. I'm what else just, you got? Uh, another award was this uh, personal device people um, can wear that have uh, bladder issues, and it's just a small ultrasound that de- detects the level of fluid in the bladder and lets people know when they need to. So it alerts them? Correct. So yes. they don't have to just monitor it. It goes off. So there's not an image on there. It no, just... it, correct. It's all back to your smartphone. And, oh, okay. Uh, hmm. uh, now, see, that's an app I can get behind. There are people that have neurogenic bladders, mm-hmm. and they can't um, – sense when they're when they need to catheterize themselves often and they don't have that sense of fullness hmm. and if they leave urine in there too long uh, um, not only can it cause back pressure and affect the kidneys but uh, you can um, you know uh, encourage urinary tract infections and stuff like that you know you got to uh, if you have retained fluid in the bladder it's a culture medium so uh, it's called the d free and it's how much is it? Uh, it's it's actually on Amazon apparently for five hundred. It retails or will be on Amazon uh, five hundred or rent for forty dollars per month. 
Wow. So it retails for five. Oh yeah, here we go. D letter D free. Yep, that's it. Toilet timing predictive device. Hmm. Supports independent toileting. Well, I may need that. <laughs> I need some independent. I don't toileting. want independent. I want codependent. <laughs> you want codependent mm-hmm. toileting. <laughs> well, I have to go to you. <laughs> <laughs> They've got uh they have they're on Twitter. Always. Of course they're on Twitter. D free D B Z H D. Well, that's a horrible Twitter name. That's terrible. And there's also a D free dandruff lotion, so it's not that. Yeah, well, we'll put that on uh, stuff.drsteve.com. We didn't talk about mm. that yet, did we? No. Stuff.drsteve.com for all of your uh, uh, shopping needs. If you're going to Amazon, just use stuff.drsteve.com. Most of the products we've ever mentioned on this show are on there, and also you can just click through and buy your own stuff, whatever you want to buy. Don't forget tweakedaudio.com. Offer code FLUID, F-L-U-I-D, for the best uh, earbuds for the price. And you get 33% off your order, which is a huge discount. And uh, you've heard me talking about Noom. I'm now down to 171 from 188. I'm doing the Noom app. I love it. It's the, it, it really is something that is, has changed my life. And I used to be able to say this in an unbiased way, but no longer because I'm now, at, you know, we're not, they're not a sponsor of this show. But uh, if you go to noom.drsteve.com, you can get 20% off of a, um, uh, of a membership, which is already, I think, like 10 bucks less than Weight Watchers a month. And the first two weeks are free. So you get two weeks free and 20% off. You can try it out. You get an individual counselor. You get a group. You get a group counselor. So you get group support. The accountability is what made me really um, enjoy this and finally find success. You know, Just don't, don't go to lunch with Dr. Steve. Why? Because he spends a half an hour looking up all his food. <laughs> that was, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> That's if I'm not going to have a salad for lunch. Oh, but that, okay. yeah, then I have, you have to input it. No, it, it's true. <laughs> uh, it, it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ahorre tres puntos en Toyota of North Austin. Lleve a casa una nueva Tundra con financiamiento al 0% por 72 meses. Y compre en la tienda para asegurar nuestros especiales VIP. Vamos a superar cualquier oferta escrita de CarMax por mil dólares. Estamos renunciando a los pagos por seis meses en su préstamo o arrendamiento actual. Asegure el mantenimiento complementario por dos años. Además, no haga pagos por 90 días. 8400 Research Boulevard, toyotaofnorthaustin.com. Llama al 512-537-8373 para detalles. By the way, given that you've that your money's never been any good when I buy your lunch, I'm surprised that you would <laughs> criticize me. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. <laughs> I'm just making fun. I know you are. You're delightful, but um, uh, yeah, you input your food, and your counselor sees it. So uh, you know, my counselor is uh, she got 
she didn't like it that I said she was hot because she said the feminist in me doesn't like it. It's all about my looks. But it's like, no, it's a, you know, it's a humorous thing that a dude mm-hmm. would not want to tell a, you know, an attractive woman that he has to tell what he's putting in his mouth, that he just ate a bag of chips and, uh, a, you know, 14 Snickers, you know, <laughs> So whatever works, because I don't want to tell her that, I don't do it. Exactly, whatever works. I've committed to being honest about it, you know. So uh, anyway, if you want to check it out, it's noom, N-O-O-M dot drsteve.com and check it out. And let me know. If you try it, let me know if it works for you. It's not for everybody. You know, It's some of the lessons are a little cutesy and stuff like that. But um, I, I've actually learned quite a bit about my relationship with food. That's what it's about. They use psychology. Uh, if you want to do no sugar, no grain, sensei, you can. Still, still doing. You can still do it. Um, if you want to uh, do uh, paleo or you know keto or you want to do Mediterranean, that's fine. There's no forbidden foods. There's it's not a diet. It's a, it's it's a um, a program that uses psychology to change your the way that you think about food. And when you change the way you think about it, you change the way you eat it. So that's well, cool. I didn't know what you were doing, but I will admit it's working because it's been a while since I've seen you and you look good. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going for my ideal beast. body weight. My ideal body weight is one eighty or one fifty five, And I started at one eighty eight. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm working to get there. Now I see some of these guys that are my age that lose a shitload of weight and they look like walking skeletons. So if I start looking that way, you got to say something. I'll stop. You know. And I'll back up a little bit. But I don't like my big, fat, eggplant-shaped face, and that's getting a little bit better. And I finally had a picture of me where I didn't reach for uh, um, Photoshop to, to <laughs> Photoshop out my gut. So, <laughs> um, And that's about – oh, yeah. And uh, if you want uh, access to all our archives – Check out premium.drsteve.com. It's buck ninety nine a month. Use offer code FLUID for that, and you get a huge discount because I screwed up, and everybody's accounts got canceled. So I apologize for any inconvenience. Please sign back up. Uh, if it gets back up to where we were before, I'll do. we'll do something special for just the premium listeners. All right. Um, we were supposed to have guests today, and we're having some huge technical problems in the studio. So uh, I just want to get this out there. Um, Brandon Strong was a kid who lost his battle with cancer, and he wanted to be uh, a physician to help people. So his dad has set up a campaign so that he can can help people, even though he wasn't able to realize his dream. So uh, go to join.bethematch.org slash Brandon Strong. What this is is a uh, bone marrow donor campaign. If you are between the age of 18 and 44, it's free. If you're over 44 like me um, and and lady diagnosis, and, oh, is Dr. Scott older than 44? Who who would know? Um, you know, then then you got to pay a hundred bucks, but it's worth it to be a. It, all you have to do is swab, and they don't take your bone marrow unless you're a match for somebody, and you can save somebody's life. So I am telling you right now, I am committed to doing this. So I'm going to do it this week, and then we'll have them on uh, in a couple of weeks once I figure out what in the hell has That's happened to to uh, 
my uh, mixing board or the software inside my computer that's not allowing us to take phone calls right now. I got a quick question. Dr. Yep. <clears throat> One of my, uh, two of my students, their grandmother has been down with cancer. I don't know what kind. Um, it's a form of uh, bone marrow cancer. Okay. And we just got to talking and I was just curious, how bone marrow is in every bone in your body. How do you replace oh. the bone marrow okay. in your entire body? skeletal structure that it is amazing isn't it so if they do a bone marrow transplant is what you're talking about well the scaffolding is there so what they'll do is they'll kill all the cells in your bone marrow and you immediately become extremely vulnerable to every Everything. everything you can imagine virus. so they have to isolate you and then they'll take a donor and they'll uh, just inject those cells into your bloodstream and they find their way to that scaffolding and and start to uh, reproduce it is God, amazing that's insanely amazing and uh, what you they have to be a good match because remember what one of the things that uh, immune cells are supposed to do is seek out foreign right t- foreign proteins and destroy them and so you have this sort of friend or foe signaling system in the body, just like you do, the military does, you know, where they can tell if a plane is friendly or not. Right. Um, And um, so when these uh, cells go by, as long as they see that uh, you're friendly, they'll leave you alone. But if you're foe, if you're alien to them, then they'll kill you. And uh, what would happen if you put immune cells in somebody's body and they didn't have any other immune cells to fight them, and these immune cells proliferate, and then they go and attack the person's body because they see it, the whole thing, as foreign, right? Gotcha. Because just because you inject them in there, they don't go, oh, we're home. You know, they're still seeking out foreign proteins. So you have to get, have a perfect match, or you have to suppress. Uh, well, now, or you have to suppress it to the point where it's no longer worth anything. Mm-hmm. So you got to get a perfect match. And uh, that's called graft versus host disease, and we'll see that also um, in um, you know like kidney transplants. If somebody um, uh, you know is if they don't have a good match, then you know the immune system will try to kill it. So uh, so anyway, so that's why they do this. And people in the family, my understanding is, and uh, the doctor that's going to be on with us can elucidate us on that. Uh, only thirty percent of people can find a match within their family. Hmm. Oh wow! Okay, so yeah, you'd think it'd be better than that, but that's how crazy it is. Wow! I, so, yeah, I was going to say, is it uh, your best bet? A parent? Is it? Is it? Is it's it, just you know a close relative, but it's only thirty percent. Wow! So, all right, no so idea. yeah, so we'll check that out. Uh, cord blood. I've kept my kids' cord blood. I, matter of fact, I just paid for another year of cord blood. I'm not. I don't know if that will ever help them or not. You know, they're fourteen, so I paid fourteen hundred bucks to maintain their cord blood in some laboratory somewhere because it's a hundred bucks a year. And, uh, but you know, maybe, I mean, cord blood's got stem cells in it. It's got all kinds of stuff in it. So, uh, you know, it might be useful to them if they ever get a bloodborne disease and they need to have a cord blood transplant. So, and for, <clears throat> for the, to see if we're a match, it's just a swab of your yeah. skin. No, it's a swab uh, of your mouth. They do a buckle okay. swab. Okay, and from that they can get uh, cells from the inside of your mouth, and from that they can get DNA and look for markers and stuff. Yeah, gotcha. it's pretty cool. All right, and we'll get the scoop on that in a couple of weeks, assuming I can make this work again. So, all right, all right. Take a couple phone calls, and then we'll get out of here. Um, Number one thing. 
don't take advice from some asshole on the radio. All right. Hey, Dr. Steve. So here again. Question. If you're drinking alcohol and you eat food, and of course if you don't wash your hands because of the night, you're all hammered and blah, blah, blah. Does the food that you touched that had germs on it, possibly, goes in your stomach and you have all that alcohol in there, will it kill all the germs that you touched going into separate <laughs> this from, guy's already from your fingers and stuff like that? <laughs> I just realized your that. And your orifices and shit like that. You said never put things in your orifices, understand. But does it matter? Yeah, okay. So he's asking if you drink a bunch of alcohol, will it kill germs in your food? No, the stomach acid will. Exactly. The amount of bacteria that alcohol at that concentration will kill in your stomach is negligible compared to the uh, acid in your stomach, which is why you need acid in your stomach, which is why we try not to suppress stomach acid too much with these uh, PPIs and uh, H2 blockers and stuff. There are some people like me that have a hard time living without them. Now, it doesn't – those things don't make the pH in your stomach go back to 7. Right. You know, it just raises the pH uh, with the lower numbers being more acidic. Normal pH in the stomach's around 4. But, um, you know, if you have just episodic heartburn, do what Dr. Scott does. Teaspoon – a teaspoon or a tablespoon of yellow mustard? Typically about a tablespoon. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I hate yellow mustard, but, damn, does that work. It really does work. That is – it makes no sense it's to insane me. no it makes it no is. sense to me either but it does if we could just isolate the part in mustard that actually does, does it, it we could make a peel out yeah. of it because that's a typical american response to everything <laughs> all right <clears throat> let's see oh here's a question for you dr scott Yo. Uh, hi dr steve uh this is phil from tampa hope you're doing well i have a question uh, for you and for dr scott about trying to gain some energy back during the day. Uh, I work in an office environment, and usually in the afternoon, 2, 2.30, I start to crash a little bit and I get a little tired. And I sleep okay to pretty well, uh, seven hours uh, or so. And I was just curious if you could recommend anything to have a little pick-me-up. I don't really like five-hour energy. I understand the idea of caffeine and things like that, but... Any sort of uh, thing I could take, a vitamin or a supplement, uh, or even something silly, like I do have the ability to kind of get up and take five or ten minutes to myself, walk around, stretch, etc. You know, anything to keep me going during the day. Uh, yeah, so I've got a couple of ideas. Yeah. And I, it doesn't have to be a pill. No. My, uh, when I... <laughs> That's my line. Let answer. me tell my story, and then you can, and then I'll let you jump in. When I was in fourth year of medical school, I was fatigued all the time, but I was also working out. But I quit going to workouts because I was so tired. I'd get home, I'd be exhausted because you'd be up thirty six hours. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. So uh, my trainer said, "How come you're not coming?" I said, "I'm." just tired all the time and he said that's the time to come mm-hmm. and i said oh right well you know more about physiology than i do that if you expend uh energy somehow you'll get energy and he said yeah exactly just try it once jackass <laughs> so uh i so i said i was going to prove him wrong mm-hmm. 
just sounds similar to the story about Battlestar Galactica when I told that guy he was an idiot when he said it was the best show on TV. And then I watched the first five minutes and I'm like, it's the best show on TV. But anyway, so I, um, I, I went to uh, uh, the gym, uh, totally exhausted, did my whole workout, uh, did the sauna, jumped in the pool, you know, the hot tub, the whole thing got out of there. And I felt like a million bucks. I, and I was like, damn, if he wasn't right, he, I absolutely have more energy. Mm-hmm. There's a physiologic reason for that, mm-hmm. but we don't have to get into that so much. So, Dr. Scott, that's my story. Um, that's my non-pill story for an allopathic physician. That's pretty good. So uh, mm-hmm. give, give him your, your thing because I already know one thing you're going to say. Well, another non-pill thing would be just making sure maybe laying off the, the sugars and the starches mm-hmm. in the morning. In afternoon, he may be having rebound right. hypoglycemia. Sure, he could be dumping. He could be dumping in the afternoon. And that's the first thing I would I would do is reevaluate the diet. Make sure you get more proteins and less less sugars. You know, give yourself a bill. Then I would go to simplyherbals.net. There you go. <laughs> give yourself a bill. There it is. I knew that was coming. It's just a fatigue reprieve because it has a stragglers in it. That's great. No, in all it seriousness, does. yeah, it, it does. really does. I swear it does. Yeah. <laughs> That's hey, so in all funny. seriousness, no, I love I, I love the stragglers for it's it's a it's a safe energy booster. But you know, the fatigue reprieve has stragglers and ginseng both. Yeah. You know, but I tell people don't take that and take big shots of caffeine. Don't mix a bunch of energy things yeah. together. You know, pick one or the other. Why? Why? What happens? I don't know. That was g favorite, right? Yeah, it was. Was it the fatigue still, reprieve? It's yeah. still my favorite. Yeah, I actually yeah. took some before I came over. You got today. any? Uh, Let's have some. I might have some. Yeah, I actually took some before I came over to kind of clear my mind. But yeah. You know, the safest thing has been used in Chinese medicine for years and years. It's it's Wang Qi, which is the astragalus or Ren Chin, which is a ginseng. So right. pretty good stuff. Yeah, you know, good. Just make sure you get... Don't mix it with a bunch of other things. The other thing, so I, I like the whole idea of more protein, less carbohydrates during the day oh, yeah. to uh, uh, you know avoid those sugar spikes and sugar lows. <clears throat> the other thing, let's make sure we're not missing something. So right. the things I do in a male with fatigue are I'll screen them for sleep apnea, and if they are you know have, are at risk for sleep apnea consider a sleep study because that's a, a cause of um, uh, undiagnosed fatigue number two uh testosterone, testosterone sure. number three thyroid, thyroid and number four let's make sure you're not anemic mm-hmm. so and then depression can also cause uh, it's severe refractory fatigue and uh remember depression isn't just isn't sadness those mm-hmm. some you know People uh, may only have a sad mood some, mm-hmm. uh, some of the time, but they'll have all the other symptoms: loss of interest in doing things, uh, uh, you know, um, apathy, loss of uh, motivation to do things. Those are two really different things. Sound similar? Uh, loss of libido, depre- or um, uh, fatigue. All these things kind of sound like low testosterone right. too. So these things can mimic each other. And sleep apnea. <laughs> yeah, and sleep apnea. Yeah, good All point. Above. So, uh, and transcendental meditation also works. Oh, yeah. Some TM. Mm-hmm. Lady For fatigue. Dico says she has oh, a God, she has yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. You do it, to, like, you're supposed to do it first thing in the morning, and then once, like, I would just midday, fall asleep. Well, it's kind of, your brain kind of, sometimes it does, but it's called resting your brain. Yeah. And as soon as that 20 minutes is up, you open your eyes, and you're just like, Woo! How about that? You could, it's a whole nother, I don't know, like you a know, whole nother day. And, I, you know, I would guess, I would hypothesize maybe maybe cortisol levels go down, serotonin goes up maybe a little bit while you're having TM. 
Possibly. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe. Just and I know in the evening, yeah. you know, we have these diurnal rhythms, too. Mm-hmm. Diurnal just meaning, you know, a day, a 24-hour rhythm. And they'll vary during the day mm-hmm. uh, the amount of hormones that you get in your body. And, you know, stress hormones change during the day. And uh, I know when I get a cold, I feel worse at night. And uh, I think there are some people that my son is that way. He feels fatigued in the early evening, right around dusk. Mm-hmm. And then you know there's the sundowners. And all I was that stuff say is sundowners. All that stuff is yeah. involved yeah. in that. You know we we actually work on a 24 hour yeah. cycle. There are certain you know uh, hormones in our body that go up and down, <laughs> and it does affect how we feel. So and mm. even going outside and just looking at the sun and getting fresh air. It's yeah, don't look at, actually at the well, sun. Well, no, but look. But up. yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say look up at the sky. I guess. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, my kid is really having a lot of fatigue right now. I'm going to get him uh, one of those sun lamps, and you can get that through stuff.drsteve.com because it's true in in uh, the winter, particularly when it's gray and the sun is low and you never see the sun because you're, it's dark when you go to work and it's dark when you leave work. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are people who are affected by that. It's called seasonal affective disorder, and a solar uh, or a lamp that uh, gives you some bright light during the day actually has been shown to improve that. So, so does going to Florida, which I'm doing on Thursday. That's awesome. <laughs> so does vodka. Hey, vodka. Vodka. Oh. <laughs> anyway. All right. Let's answer this one. It's not been proven. <laughs> Dr. Steve, I was watching the R. Kelly documentary the other day, and one of the gals who was in the, um, the house, I guess it was um, several women, and they were all, they were all having sex with R. Kelly, um, she got out and she had, I guess, hired an attorney after she heard that uh, there were a lot of um, sexually transmitted diseases in the area or in the house. And um, she went to the doctor and the doctor performed a blood test and she was positive for herpes. And I've never heard of a blood test that you uh, you can get that will test positive or negative for herpes. I thought it was a visual. What do you think? Okay. So, you're right. Herpes is usually diagnosed during an outbreak. So you get a cluster of small, painful blisters. Usually the primary event will happen about four days after you're exposed to herpes. And uh, then those blisters will ulcerate and you'll get these little scooped out places and again in that sort of cluster of small cluster of grapes Mm -hmm. uh, appearance. If you swab the base of one of those, you can either culture the herpes virus out of it, or you can look at it under the microscope and look for these abnormal cells. Um, But when, when you are exposed to herpes, your body will develop antibodies to it. Uh, which are just basically proteins that will uh, mark those uh, viruses for um, destruction by the rest of the immune system. And you can detect those in the bloodstream. So that blood test they did on her, all that tells her is that she's been exposed to herpes in the past. doesn't say you're actively shedding virus. It doesn't say you're in, you're, you uh, are um, you know, having an outbreak. 
It doesn't tell you when you got it, and it doesn't tell you who you got it from. Now, you can fractionate it to say whether it's herpes simplex 1 or 2, and that still doesn't tell you anything, because you can get herpes 1 on your lip, which is where you normally get it, but you can also get it on your genitalia, and likewise for herpes simplex 2. So it really doesn't tell anything. So many people have herpes simplex 1 just from cold sores. You know, if you get recurrent cold sores, you've got herpes simplex 1. So it really didn't tell anything, and they can't use that in a court of law unless the you know they if they don't get an expert witness to explain the timelessness of that um, uh, blood of that blood test. Now you you can say that it wasn't just the other day because we have two kinds of antibodies in our bloodstream. Uh, one is IgM, which is acute, meaning if you have that, then you just got it the other day, and the rest are IgG. So, uh, and that's what they test for on that. Hey, we got to get out of here. I got 16 seconds. Thanks to our listeners whose voicemail and topic ideas make this job very easy. Go to our website at drsteve.com. Until next time, check your stupid nuts for lumps, quit smoking, get off your asses, and get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine.